Welcome to me in. Ha-ha! It looks like the bard is about to begin. I'll pour you an owl over the stories, fables, and tales about the swords, sickles, and spells in the depths of the swells. So take a listen to the tales that we spin here at the Cara Trust Inn. And welcome to another episode of Carriage Rest Tales. I'm your host and Dungeon Master Mike. And to my left, we have... Hey everyone, it's Ryan. I'm playing Kincaid the Sorcerer. And last episode, Kincaid met two new friends in <laughs> uh, Vaso and Woods. And this is Nick. I play Vaso the Half-Work Barbarian. And um, last episode, Vaso is reminded that farm work uh, really brings them back into a stride. Hey guys, it's Sam, and I'm playing Woods, the Alvin Ranger. And on last week's episode, yeah, my face is on a wanted poster. Like, I am a fugitive, but also I remembered that I can open a rift. Like, it just, it hit me. It was like PTSD, and it just, it all came back. I think where we last left off, Vaso and Woods, you were just jumping in a little rowboat going up into the sea, but Kincaid, you had left about an hour before them trailing these wandering to Noah back to their source. You haven't quite found their source yet, but you find yourself on a beach and you are walking against the grain, basically. We're going to actually dive right in with you. Oh! Because you've been trying to trail these to Noah for about an hour now, and you finally got to the beach and you've been discovered. So now they are actively trying to attack you. So we're going to do one round of combat real fast and see what you do. There is no such thing as one fast round of combat oh, in d and Try one. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. What am I up against? Uh, you're up against one of those fish head looking th- creatures. Okay. Are we rolling initiative? Nope. You're just going to tell me what you're doing. They're closing in on you. And uh, Wait, how many of them are there? There's two of them. Okay. They're not quite in melee range, but they're probably about 20 feet away from you. And you're just on the beach. So you have the nice lapping water and then... These monsters flying at you. Okay. I'm going to cast Magic Missile at a second level. So I get one additional dart, and I'm going to have uh, two darts go to each fish head. So you're going to cast four darts and two at each of them? Yes. I believe that's a guaranteed hit. You just have to roll damage. That's cool. Guaranteed hit was my uh, nickname in high school. (laughs) So first fish head gets bad rolls. Four. Four. Okay. Second one, eight. Eight. That's a much better roll. It's like twice as much. I thought so. So they both take a hit, and it slows them down a little bit, but on their next turn, they're able to close the distance, and they're going to come in for a bite attack on you. Each of them are just going to try to bite you once. Uh, The first one's a 22 to hit. Yeah. And that's five piercing damage, and the second one is 12 to hit. That misses. And then as you kind of see off in the distance, you see a couple more of the little guys kind of walking towards you. Okay. We are going to cut scenes over to Vaso and Woods. That again. was fast. I told One you. round of combat. <laughs> One round. That's it. Uh, I'm, so we're just in a boat rowing. I'm assuming I'm rowing. Uh, uh, it's up to you guys. Do you, you want? I would assume I, I was I, rowing. I thought we were both going to row. Teamwork, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's we're like 
We're like rowing, like a row team though, because we're like really. It, it's pulling it's, to the left because yeah. you're, on the, you're on the right side or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's not going very well. So we're, we're still looking underwater. We don't know he's on land. Yeah, so. we don't know he's on land. So we're trying to probably like look on underwater. Can we see these Genoa as they kind of come underneath us? Go ahead and roll a perception check, but di- at disadvantage because you are trying to look into the water. Uh, 20, dirty 20. Dirty 20, okay. One and eight. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll use, we'll just roll. You wouldn't probably be able to see any of the Danoa that are underneath you, but looking back, you see that occasionally they are still coming up on the beach. Okay. But then Bonnie is able to take care of them. Okay. And if you remember from last episode, these weren't necessarily very high level Danoa. Sure. At least the ones you've seen yet. So Bonnie's doing okay with them. They just are just keep coming. That's the problem. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out how we know which direction to row in. Yep. Go ahead and roll a survival check. Uh, 24. And Vasa, you can roll one as well. Uh, 20, not 90. So you guys are going to continue rowing towards the shore just because the current's kind of taking you guys that way. Okay. So you kind of get a feeling like, okay, yep, yeah, I'm just going to go with the current. It's a little bit easier. It's not as tiring. So you're going to slowly start making your way towards shore, which is convenient because that's where Nomis is. And you're which is convenient. Oh, <laughs> cut. Cut. Oh. You cut me to the core. <laughs> wow. Which is convenient. Hey, guys. That's where, uh, oh, no, this is we bad. We found him. Yeah. <laughs> He's on a midnight game stroll. He's <laughs> game of D&D ever. We, we won. Where have y'all we been? Won. At Grandma with Jay, we won. As Graham would say, we won at D&D. Which is convenient because that's where Kincaid is. And what is Kincaid doing as he's slowly getting attacked by other creatures? Oh, he's putting up a fight. Okay. He's, yeah. What other things are you going to be trying to do to manage these uh, attacks that are coming at you? You know, in a time like this, uh, Kincaid always thought it was useful to cast Flaming Sphere. Okay. What does that do? Flaming Sphere, a five-foot diameter sphere of fire, appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within range and lasts for the duration. Any creature that ends its turn within five feet of the sphere must make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. As a bonus action, you can move the sphere up to 30 feet. It's concentration up to one minute. So you're going to be able to manage the Denoa that are close by to you. And then I'm just picturing Kincaid kind of like walking down the beach or more like running down the beach, just dragging his sphere with him. No, it's like he's ramming it. He's he's Goku-ing, you know, Kamehameha. So you're walking down there. That works out really well for that nice big flame. Because yeah, if you didn't want to see me. Can we see him? <laughs> you guys can definitely see that there is a light source that is emanating from further up the beach than where you guys are at. Okay. But it is moving away from you since, he's, since he's running down the beach and you guys haven't got Bowling for buzzards. Okay. Well, I guess we're going to probably try to correct course and go that way. Go ahead and roll another survival check. 11. Uh, 14. You guys are trying to get there as fast as you can. But you're also not used to being on the water. You're not any sea bears in your backstories. So you guys are kind of fighting against a rip current. So you're actually going to take one level of exhaustion by the time that you catch up to Kincaid, who's been on the beach. And he's kind of taking care of some of these Denoa for you. That's what Kincaid does. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Right. Is the taker care of Denoa? Er? Denoa? Yeah. Denoa? Takes one to Denoa. Is that the plural for Denoa? Yeah, Denoa. Yeah, that's the plural. Not Denoa-i or Denoa's. Denoa-er. Denoa-er. Barely even know her. 
All right, so All right. it's going to have been a couple of minutes while, Kincaid, you've been trying to hold your own with these Danoa that just keep coming. And as you're getting further down the beach, they're coming more frequently, kind of like you're getting closer to where the source is. So we need to have you use up some of your spell slots because you're obviously fighting them. How do you think the best way for us to do that is going to be? Well, I mean, has it been more than 10 rounds? Yeah. Oh. By the time they've caught up to you. Let's do roll. Well, I've used two second level. Okay. Go ahead and roll 2d4. Now I roll high. Six. (laughs) Six. All right. So if there were six points, how many spell slots? Well, wait a minute. I also have my sorcery points. Okay. So I, I guess I could spend all six and cast like cantrips. Okay. So, or, yeah, let's just say you used, used four of them and then like another yeah, first let's level. Say you used, yeah, let's say you used four of your sorcery yeah. points and one first level spell is what your casting was to try to keep these Danoa off you. As okay. a reminder, your melee attacks don't work against them. So you only have right. magic against them. Correct. And okay. I'm going to roll a d6. No, not with my dice. Yes, I am. <laughs> don't, dude. <laughs> Also, go ahead. And dice are sacred. You don't, want, you don't want the dungeon master touching your dice. Go ahead. If I roll keep bad. your hand off my dice. Get those dungeon master germs. Go ahead and take six damage as well. Six damage oh, with your own dice. dice. With my own dice. So you guys now finally get to a point where you're able to catch up to Kincaid. And you've got about three more of these to know on the beach with you. You're starting to feel a little bit tired and taking some damage from your previous battles so far. Basso and Woods, you guys have one level of exhaustion as you have been rowing to try to catch up to the Triton that's just been sprinting on the beach, killing things left and right. From the boat, we're close enough to get involved in this stuff. Yep, you're on the boat, so at that point, we're going to jump into initiative so you could decide like if you want to leave the boat or if you want to stay on the boat, shoot from the boat, you know what I mean? Like At this point, we can pick our actions that you want. I got an 11. You got an 11? Who's going to keep track for me? Sorry, can you remind me what exhaustion does? You don't have exhaustion, but it. it I know. Is. I everyone has a card, and I feel like I'm now not prepared. Um, I don't know level what. one is just disadvantage on ability checks. Oh, that's not. I know. Not bad. We don't ever do those, except. Uh, so what? Kincaid, what number is he, or does he roll? Or oh, he does. Kinc- hold on. Oh, I'm- okay, Kincaid. Here we go. Five. Those are so pretty. See, <coughs> touch my dice. I'm rolling low. <laughs> I need to get my dice. Um, yes, you do. <laughs> Five for the uh, monsters. I'm tired. So we'll go after Kincaid. Woods, what did you get? An 11. Yep, so Woods will go first. Perfect. Okay, um, I'm going to kind of stand up in the boat and just shoot at a couple of these Danoa to help my friend. So 26 to hit. 26 is going to hit. Perfect. Dang. Dang. Big hit. Five damage on that one. Um. 27 to hit and seven damage on that one. It is slowing down and it now sees you in the boat and it's going to start turning away from Kincaid to start running in towards the water. Did I get an opportunity attack? It hasn't quite got you yet. Okay. I'm going to cast a firebolt the dude run away from me. Coward. (laughs) Firebolt. uh, Ranged spell attack. 19 plus 6. Misses just because it's 25. (laughs) For those Uh, of you doing math at home. 2d10. Yeah. Incinerate this one. <laughs> On the menu tonight, grilled sea bass. Nine and nine. Eighteen. For those of you listening in Europe, we call that bronzini. We call that no, no. Nine, nine. All right. As it dies. You killed one of them. Congratulations. I've been killing a lot of I know. them. I know. <laughs> really doing his work like, over there. I'm like Legolas. <laughs> just counting them all off. Yep. 
we'll 50. 50? 50. I've killed 50 fish. Where are we at in this initiative order? Uh, monster. Monsters. All right. Um, this one doesn't recognize that there's anybody over there, so it's going to close the distance on good old Kincaid after it killed its buddy. And it is a little bit one of the bigger ones, so it is going to take two attacks at you. Uh, the first one is a 10. That misses. And then with a kind of club that he's got in his hand, he's going to hit for 14. That meets. All right, you take five piercing damage. Mm. And then my another monster is going to start closing the distance on you. And now it's Vaso. All right, so Vaso is going to remember his training, and he's going to, so he's he's looking for the rift. So he's going to look down, like, where the Dinoa are coming from. Does he see a rift anywhere? So as you're kind of looking around and gauging your surroundings, you start seeing that there's a lot of debris kind of in the water. It's like you're seeing, basically, there was a shipwreck that was here. So you're seeing parts of the ship. You see, like, some fishing nets floating around. You see a mast kind of bobbing in the water. And you don't quite see any rift just because there's so much kind of clutter in the way at the moment. Okay. Um, so for now, he's going to hop out of the the canoe okay you're still in the water so you're gonna go swimming oh so we're we're not on the shore yet no no you're still in the boat okay well he's gonna he's gonna continue rowing okay and try to get the boat onto shore okay sounds good you're turning (laughs) the boat to go shore side okay stroke 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 i'm your coxswain is that what it's called coxswain i don't know i don't know is that what they say stroke i thought it was pole yeah and it's stroke row Pole. I, I wasn't a boater. I think it's pole. Or a rower or whatever right. it is. We could say stroke. <laughs> <laughs> Spicy. Um, so I'm guessing that'll just be my turn. I mean, just getting a boat onto shore. Okay. So you're just going to row it up onto shore? Yep. Sounds good. And then that brings us up to woods. Um. Okay. I'm going to do perception tuck as well. Uh, 24. I'm looking for a ref. Well, we'll say with your perception check of 24, you see that there is another one of those fish-type creatures that is walking out of the ocean. You kind of follow his path, and you're like, oh, the rift might be where he came from. In the ocean? Yep, in the ocean. And then you start trying to scan around that little section, but you kind of see the same thing. There's just so much debris from that ship that had sunk or got destroyed or something that had happened here. You don't quite see it, but you do see that there's a couple of golden shards that are kind of floating around within that debris as well. Okay. Um, all right. So I did a perception check. Now I'm going to attack the same Denoa that I attacked last time. And I got a 22 and I got four. And now since I've already hit him, I can use my Callus Slayer. Uh, sorry. The one that you had already shot was the one that Kincaid had killed. killed. Yep. Just kidding. Okay. So four onto the next one I hit. Okay. And um, I'm going to shoot another arrow, 19, and 6 damage. Man, she's doing really good with her shots. Did you get your Callus Slayer for that second shot? No, um, because it only... It's only the first. No, but it only works if the creature is already is below their hit point max, so they have to already take damage. Yeah, but didn't they take damage on your first shot? Um, yes, but I decided I also am going to hang. I can only get it once. Oh, no, I get it once per turn. Yeah. Oh, I'll roll it. Ooh, six more. All right. He's not licking too hot. All right. And that brings us, I think, to Kincaid. Yep. Uh, Kincaid lights his fireball. He does. Is it a cantrip? Yeah. That's another reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Save those spell slots. Yeah, I have just a gut feeling. Uh, 21. 
All right, that definitely hits. Which one are you hitting? The one that's the, actually attacking you, or the yeah, one the that? Yeah, the big guy. Okay. Firebolt to the face. Uh, Sixteen. Sixteen damage, man. Yeah, man. That's really good damage. I have to check that spell. <laughs> you want me to read it to you? <laughs> nope. I'm adjusting it for now. For now? For now. I'm going to uh, confirm that because that seems really high for a cantrip. But Michael's all about the peer review. You guys should know this by now. Well, well, hold on. No, I, I don't want him thinking I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> My previous character played a liar. Oh. If your DM can't trust you, I mean. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 1d10 fire damage. A flammable object hit by the spell ignites it if it isn't being worn or carried. The spell's damage increases by 1d10 when you reach 5th level. Oh, it's because you're 5th level, you're getting more. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. So I was thinking 1d10, I was like, that's normal. But then 2d10, I was like, oh, okay. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. That's your cantrip? Yeah. yeah. That's why I thought it was so powerful. I love it. I haven't. And I can cast it from uh, 120 feet away. Nice. Yeah, we've never played. This is our first real spellcaster. I know. That's why I have so many papers. So bear with (laughs) me. I just love watching you flip through it. I think it's my favorite thing. I also have another feat that I can double the range, so I can technically cast it from like 240 feet feet away. I love it. All right. What does it bring us up? Monsters, I believe. Uh, Yes, monsters are next. This guy is just gonna swing away. Same thing. He's going to hit you with the bite attack and then his pincer attack or his club attack. Uh, seven for his bite, 21 no. for his club. Club. Uh, eight piercing damage. His club's doing pretty good. He's just not very good with his bite. Kincaid's a little blue behind the gills. <laughs> <laughs> and then these two are going to close the distance, and one of them is going to start trying to climb up on the boat that Basso has just brought into shore and go ahead and roll a perception check melwood and vaso 24 <laughs> one okay vaso you're distracted by getting the boat up onto shore melwood while you were looking around i'm sorry it's 23 if that makes a difference it does not okay uh woods while you were looking around trying to find that rift something i kind of caught your eyes so you took a double take and you start seeing that there's a little fin that is moving among all the wreckage okay like a shark? Like a shark fin. Okay. Um, you can see it maybe serving up and like trying to like gnaw on the uh, golden shards that are floating around. Okay. And then it like spits it out and keeps. Can I discern up. if this is a Genoa or if it's just a straight shark? Uh, your rolls a 23. Yeah. Oh, it was a 24. Just oh, okay. <laughs> No, with the 23, you can uh, definitely tell when you're seeing that fin that it's kind of got that smoky black okay. look on it as well. So we have ocean Genoa. Interesting. Okay. Um, uh, it's my turn. It is your turn. Interesting. Okay, and something is... No, it's Vaso's turn. Oh. Well. Is it Vaso's? My bad. Sorry, Vaso. Uh, yeah, so Vaso is going to attack the Dinoa that's trying to climb up on the boat. All right, sounds good. So you just, like, stand up and swing away at him? Yep. Which weapon are you using? Uh, I'm using my axe. Okay. My my axe of lightning. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Ooh, near water. Near water. Ooh, natty 20. Ooh. <laughs> This thing's going to work real well. <laughs> yeah, so he's just going to do the regular swing right now. Because he, he, he hadn't quite figured out his lightning breath thing. Okay. I mean, it still does lightning damage, though, right? The uh, axe, I think. I don't know. He hadn't figured it out yet. So okay. he's, gonna, <laughs> he's, he's just, just going to do a regular swing right now. So 1D. Yes. Yeah. So uh, 10 plus 3. So 13 damage. 13 damage. But you're on a natural 20, right? Yep. So you get double damage. Double that up. 
Oh, yeah. What's the max? Is it double or max? Um, we do max and then Pleasure you... roll. 13 yeah, so, was the um, max you could have gotten. Uh, 15. So 28 damage total. Yeah. So you do this amazing swing with it. And with your crit, you are going to somehow figure out and call that lightning. And so like as you slice through this Denoa, lightning hits the water. And then you kind of see it shoot through the water and hit that other Denoa that was starting to close the distance. And it kind of gets sizzled. And with 28 damage, it just goes down. (laughs) That was a crazy good roll. Kincaid, you see this bright flash and then two monsters just turn into uh, the dark crystals, dark shards. Kincaid's going to look at you like, nice lightning. (laughs) He's all about that lightning. Woods is like, uh, this is new. Uh, Okay. I'm like, finally, I got to use this. Yeah. Remember when we got these? Yeah. <laughs> and then it like dawns on me, she has no misses rapier, right? She does. That's right. With that flash of lightning, you guys also see that there is a person that's kind of passed out kind of further down that is kind of bobbing. Pitch him like passed out on the sand and then as the waves come in, he kind of lifts up a little. Yeah, and just kind of. Yeah. But he's kind of down on the beach a little bit more. Okay. Is it my turn now? It is your turn. It is your turn. Perfect. Okay, so are we on shore yet? You are still on the boat because I picture you were on the back of the boat kind of launching away while Vasa was rowing you back in. Yeah. So you're on the boat, but it's on shore. Okay. You know, like, so maybe the tail end of it's still in the water. Gotcha. Um, Do I see that fin? You do. How close is it to my boat? Um, It's probably about 40 feet out into the water. So with Pythagorean Theorem, it's probably going to (laughs) be... Probably about 50 feet away. Uh, <laughs> C squared. C squared. <laughs> oh, I was a pirate's favorite math problem. C squared. C's. A squared plus B squared equals R C squared. squared. R squared. R squared. R squared. R squared. It's a circle now. It's a radius. Um, is there anything else coming at me at the beach? No, you can see it other than the one that is attacking Kincaid. Oh, okay. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to run and jump off of, like, run through the boat, jump off onto the land um, for my movement. And then how close does that get me to Kincaid? Um, I'd say Vasa was trying to angle the boat to get to Kincaid, I imagine. So So I'm in melee with the... Yeah, you'd probably get to melee with them. All right, well, then I'm going to take out my sickles, and I will just try to... Swing away. Swing away. Ooh. Um, 10 to hit? Uh, No, that is not going to hit. Okay, I'm gonna track. I get to attack twice, so that'll hit. 24. <laughs> yeah, that hit. Uh, five damage. Okay, so basically, because I have two in my hand, do I swing both of them to, as a count as oh, one? Oh, because you get your extra attack now at fifth level. Yeah. So basically, the way that works is your extra attack is two dominant swings, two dominant hand swings. Okay. But you still have your left hand swing. Left hand, offhand swing. Okay, so that was my dominant swing. So then 16 and 7 is what, 23? Do you get your modifiers for your offhand? I don't believe you do. Uh, you, don't have the, you don't have the dueling feet, I don't believe. You're correct, I don't. So I just add, so it's just my straight dice. For right now we'll do straight dice and then we'll look up the ruling later. Yeah, I think I, I have written here left hand to hit is d20 plus 4. Plus 4, okay. So 20, dirty 20. Still hits. And then a d4, uh, which is 2, but then I'm going to roll my callus slayer. Uh, add another three. So five? So five. Okay. Sounds good. That is Woods' turn. Where are we at? Uh, Kincaid. I guess now that Woods is here, I'm just going to take a step back. Are you going to disengage or are you going to just flee? Because uh, he is in melee combat with you. If I do disengage, that takes up my whole... It takes your action. You still have a bonus action. So if you have any spells that are bonus action, you can still use those. Man, I don't know that bonus action. 
I feel like we're gonna need like charts for you and like. I already feel like I got bonus actions and action, like categories. Action, action, action. There's only a handful of spells that are bonus actions, but yeah, I got one, but I'm not gonna cast it. Or you can just take the attack of opportunity and then be out of melee. He'll take attack of opportunity, but then you can just do whatever you want. Yeah, I don't have that many hit points left. So, and there's other stuff in the water. So, I'm just gonna disengage. How far back did you want to run from him? Thirty feet, but closer to I think Vaso. I want to be more in the water. Okay, sounds good. You feel safer in the water? Absolutely. You're a fish. fish. Is that offensive to call you a fish? No one's ever called me a fish. All right, we'll test it out. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. (laughs) Monster's turn. Um, Seeing as you... Oh, I'm supposed to take a attack of opportunity. I thought disengage was... Oh, disengage is not. That's right. Touch my dice. Got to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Keep you on track. So you fled from it, so it's just going to switch targets and it's going to try to bite and club the new person that has attacked it. Uh, 18 for the bite. That hits. Right, you take 5 piercing damage and then a 14 for the club. That also, uh, that misses. So this time it bites but doesn't club. And then, I don't think this shark is going to do anything. It's just kind of swimming around out there. Uh, Vasa is going to go ahead and hop out and head towards that last Denoa. Going to go up to it and just swing away. Okay. Sounds good. So you'll probably... Getting next to it, next to Woods. Yep. Get your nice angle. Swing with your lightning axe. Uh, 19 plus 5, 24. That hits. Uh, 5 damage. All right. He's looking pretty low right now, but he's still kind of up. But I think you get a second attack. Yep. He has an extra attack. Um, 18. Yep. Uh, 14 damage. Yep. And that is enough that you are able to... Slice this one down, and he uh, turns into a dark shard as well. So you've successfully removed all of the creatures that are on the shore. Hey, guys, it's Sam. I just want to take a quick moment and thank you so much for listening. If you hadn't had the opportunity yet, we really strongly encourage you to check out our website at caradresstales.com. You'll find links there for our Discord and our Instagram. Go ahead and follow us at at caradresstalesdnd. This is where we post a lot of funny in-studio videos and um, photos of us here. Thank you so, so much for following along on this journey. I cannot believe we're already knee-deep in season two. Again, we really appreciate that you can do anything with your time and you're choosing to spend it with us. I hope you enjoy the show. Kind of get a little breather room while you're looking out and you realize that there is a shark swimming amongst all of this debris and he hasn't, you're on shore, so he can't get to you. So you have time. Is it a Danoa shark? Yes, it is a Danoa shark. Kincaid. Yes. What is, like, where are they coming from? I mean, I've just been tracking them down the shoreline. So do we feel like they're coming from the water? I do feel like they're coming from the water. Um, well, there's got to be a rift down there. She looks at Vaso. So Vaso, like, let's, um, are, there, feel- are there footprints for the from the Denoa? Yeah, so where that last Denoa head came out that Woods had saw, you see that all the footprints are kind of coming from that same spot. So you'd kind of get the sense that there is... They're coming from the ocean, and they keep coming through the same spot. So if you were to travel kind of a straight line from there, you'd probably run into the rift. You just can't see it, and you might put together that it's underwater. Oh, we've put that together. Um, What's going to look at Kincaid? Uh, Are you okay? Like, it looks like you're... I mean, I've been battling these things for a while. Do you need some some health? Uh, I mean, if you got it. So Wood's going to walk up and Uh um, do cure wounds. 
um, at a second level. So you could have um, 1d8 plus your my spell casting a modifier. Uh, you get 2d8s. 2d8. And my spell cast modifier is 4, right? You add 4 twice? Yeah. That's how we so play. So 12. It. Yeah. Okay. So you get 12 back. Faso, does a 14 hit you? Yes. All right. You take 4 piercing damage as one of the Denoas had walked while you guys were kind of all chatting. I walked up behind you and kind of stabbed you. Okay. Oh, they're like still coming out of the ocean? Yes, they're. Fantastic. Um, well, Vasto is just angry. He turns around. He goes into rage <laughs> and just swings at this guy. <clears throat> yep. And it, you don't have to roll it. You're just going to annihilate this okay. one as well. All right. We got to get in there. It, she looks so what like, are we looking for? Uh, you're exactly. going to know it when you see it. It's like a gigantic hole in the atmosphere. It looks like the, the, the in front of you just opened up and it's black. Okay. Like someone sliced open the atmosphere. Okay. I don't know. But you can, don't know how to close it. I can find it. So he's going to jump in the water. There's a shark. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Are you jumping in the water uh, still? Vasto is angry. He's, he's, he's going to be mean, like, I'll, I'll take care of the shark. <laughs> Are you? And okay. he, he's just going to run. <laughs> run yeah. in there? Yeah, run in there, just dive in. And start just, swimming? Well, if he's yeah. going to do that, then yeah, I'm going to swim around and find this. Try to find it. Yeah. I'm going to get on the boat and do, uh, with my have my bow out, ready action. So if I see a Genoa come out of the water, I'm going to shoot it. Okay, Vasa, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw at disadvantage. I think you have exhaustion anyways. Yep. Uh, 18. You are going to kind of get tripped up a little bit with a fishing net <laughs> that was floating in the water. So it slows you down a little bit, but you're still just powering through it with your aggression that you wanted to uh, have with your rage. So you're swimming around, but you're going to take a minus two to your attack swings because you're kind of tied up in this net. All right. And now we're going to jump back into the initiative order just so I can track my shark now. (laughs) Ken K being a sorcerer. Did he ever figure out if he can cast his spells underwater? I assume he can cast your spells underwater. I mean, my backstory, he was pretty much... Underwater. underwater. Yep. Okay. So I'd say you could be able to cast your spells underwater. I don't know how fire is going to work underwater for like that flame sphere one. Yeah. But maybe I think his other one. Maybe it Would produces, it be like a boiling water? Yeah. Maybe it produces boiling water or something. So it still works. Okay. I think that would make sense. It yeah, makes I think like that makes a sense. steam boiling water. So mm-hmm. you still do heat damage. Okay. I was just checking. It's like a whole Aquaman kind of thing you got going on. All right. So Vaso just ran into the water. So that was Vaso's turn. Who was next in the initiative order? Woods. Yep, Woods. Woods? Um, I guess I'm going to go after this shark to try to draw its attention to me because I know the guys are both in the water. So I'm going to shoot the shark. Yep, I'm going to have... Uh, oh, no, right. He's going to have partial cover because he's in the water. Um, dirty 20. You're able to shoot him still. And that's eight damage for the first roll. Uh, I'm going to roll a gun for 19. Ooh, 11 damage. And then I'm going to roll my Callus Slayer for another six. So, so 17, 17 total. All right. that second arrow. So you, he takes a pretty hard hit from you, and then you see that he dives under the water so that okay. he's not in the line of sight anymore. Okay. Kincaid. I'm just in the water swimming trying to find this rift thing. Okay. Go ahead and roll a perception check. I'm going to give you disadvantage, though, because there's so much debris that's kind of floating around that's kind of blocking your view. Disadvantage at 12. 12. I'm going to say you're not quite able to find it yet. But you sense yes. that the shark is circling something. Okay, then I'm going to change direction and go where the shark is. Do you want to attack the shark, I guess? Because you just did a perception and you moved. Probably be able to see the shark because it's big. Did you want to attack the I shark mean, I might or as stay, well. kind of, stay kind of hidden? I'll stay hidden. Okay. Teammates have got it. 
I got my mission. Yep. Uh, monsters are next. Monster mm-hmm. is circling, circling, circling. Doesn't want to surface because it's going to get attacked by some pointy things. So it's going to uh, try to bite the thing that's swimming around in with it. Uh, a nine to hit. That misses. Goes in for a bite, but you're able to kind of use your fishing net that you're dragging along with you. And it kind of distracted a bit. So it swims away without taking any chunks out of you. Kincaid saw this YouTube video that if a shark approaches you, you just like bat it on the nose and like guide it off. Redirect it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Vato's it's really gonna, cool. Vato's going to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> While he's in rage. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Vaso, I think it's you. Yeah. Vaso's up. Um, he is. So he's swimming out. He's going to look underwater. And does he see the shark or does yep. he see anything? You definitely see the shark because it just bit you or tried to bite you. Duh, duh. Did you see da, anything da. else? Uh, you had to roll a perception check at da, disadvantage. Da, 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 hey, one. <laughs> one. Yep. You see just a lot of debris, and you're, with your rage, you're very fixated on this shark, shark that okay. just tried to bite you. You're going to need All a right, bigger boat. So bow. the shark, a, I'm, I'm assuming he's kind of swimming away since yep. he kind of missed. So there's a lot of debris around, right? Yep. With one hand, he's going to grab onto like a piece of wood that's floating, and then he's going to kind of keep an eye out and wait for the shark to come at him next. And when he does, he's going to go underwater and he's going to swing at him. Okay. So it, I, I would say that he's going to be in ready in action. Okay. So he's going to ready in action to swing away when the shark gets close again. Yep. Love it. That brings us up to uh, Woods. Woods. Um, I'm just going to roll perception. I want to see what, like if I can see my little shark fin, if I can maybe stare down deep into the ocean and see the riff. Um, no. I changed my mind. Okay. I'm going to cast Rift Stitch. I know it's down there. So I'm going to just like dive deep into my soul, um, touch my scar, and I'm going to cast, I'm going to cast it and I'm going to cast it with, uh, at a level six. Oh, <laughs> you're going big. Well, I figured I got to go big. Nope, you're good. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do I do? What do I roll? What? 4d6 or 6d4s. I can see Oh, that. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Three. Three. Six. six eight. eight. 10, 13, 15. 15. 15. So you deal 15 points of rift stitch damage, but you take 15 soul damage. As the light leaves your body and shoots across the water, and you see it just dive down. And Vaso, you're sitting here watching the shark, and it just kind of illuminates the water as it passes through. And you see that it hits a rift, and it starts to stitch it closed. And well done. It was a fairly big rift, so even 15 damage only took it down. It's still a little bit open. Okay. There was 20 points on this rift, in case you're wondering. Okay. Vasha's going to go, like, it worked. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a big then, thumbs up. Like, a, like you're just like holding it. your hand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Kincaid, you see a rift, and then you see it start to kind of, kind of like, I always picture the rift stitch physically, like, stitching, stitching it together. Yeah. I mean, that's like, what Nomis did in the beginning. He, yep. Yeah, with, this with the sword. Yeah. He's yeah. Just rapier. Yeah. So you kind of have an idea of what they were talking about, and you definitely see that it's kind of that, well, you know what the rift looks like Ryan does, but yeah. Yeah. Kincaid is up. Kincaid doesn't know any better, so he's just going to swim up to the rift and cast um, Frostbite on it, thinking, <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He, he's got to do something. We never explained anything to you. No, so. I definitely I did just, not. <laughs> yeah. He sees something, he's going to attack it. Constitution saving throw. What's the what's the rift's constitution? <laughs> He's gonna fail would, it be be, would it be better to do firebolt? Maybe yeah. like steaming Steam, stuff. Yeah. Is oh that my better? Gosh, that's so funny. You, you can do whatever you want. Do you want me to roll to attack? It's yeah. not going to do anything. It's not going to do anything. Okay. No. 
But you're going to use a spell slot. No, it's a cantrip. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a smart sorcerer. Yeah, I see that. But you slam up to it. So use the old noggin. The old noggin. noggin. All right, now I think it's my monsters. Yep. Uh, So I didn't do anything. Shark is coming up to attack. (laughs) But you looked really good doing it. Yeah, I just feel like there's like steam Steam bubbles coming up. up. So now I know where it is, though. You do. Because like I just feel like there's steam coming straight up. Yeah, he's trying to... All right, boss, so you can swing away with your ready to action. 11, but I lose two, right? Yep. So nine. So you're trying to swing, and it feels like it's going to hit the shark, but then like you get caught up in the net, and it just goes short as the shark comes in to bite you instead. But 10's probably going to miss you. Yep, missing. All right. This is a very intriguing battle we've got in the water here. <laughs> and that is it for my monsters because I only have one left. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm guessing the shark kind of swims by and I'm not near it. Um, go ahead and roll a d6. You get an even. It got caught up in the net also, so it's just stuck there with you. Four. All right. So the shark got stuck up in your fishing net that you're dragging it around. So it's right next to you still. Okay. So he's going to swing again. All right. Two plus four, <laughs> six. So he swings and misses it again. He's going to use his extra attack. Did you touch his dice too? <laughs> no, I, we were like, I, I need to touch fail. his dice. No, you're not touching my Crit dice. Fail. Crit fail. Oh. Um. Oh boy. Please don't drown. Please don't <laughs> drown. <laughs> Please don't drown. <laughs> um, what should we do for a crit fail in this situation? You're the dungeon master. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving. I have some great ideas, I but I'm not giving them to you. Hammer. Yeah, you, you drop your axe. Yeah. You see it because I'm not used to. You're not used to it. You're it, it swinging probably, around. It probably gets caught up in the net, net and I just lose grip of yep. it, and I yep. just drop so it. it. It starts floating down to the bottom, so you don't have access to it right now. But I, I know you're probably just gonna have King Cake get it. Yep. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where does that bring us up to? Um, woods. Uh, I'm gonna mm. cast Rift Stitch again, and um. She's never really closed a super big one before, so she felt like she has probably almost done it, so she's going to do it at a level three. Okay, works for me, so 3d4. So four, seven, uh, ten. Ten. So you take ten damage, but that is enough to close the rift the rest of the way. How is Woods doing? Um, I mean, not bad. Not, bad? not, gr- okay. not great. She's tired. She's definitely tired, Um, but I think she feels like she did it, so she's going to sit on the boat. Kincaid and Vaso, you guys see the rift get closed the rest of the way, and the shark is still kind of tattering around. It hasn't felt the effects of the rift closing yet. Kincaid. Uh, Kincaid being a, an astute observer of things, I think would see his new friend tied up in the net. <laughs> he sees his axe falling. But he also sees this shark swimming towards him. So Kincaid's going to swim up and grab the shark by the back of the fin. Oh. I've done that before. He and sharks play all the time. And uh, I'm riding them and casting frostbite on them. <laughs> okay, so I need to roll a constitution saving throw. Yep. Seven. I think that fails. I'm pretty sure that failed. 14. My spell save. Okay. Yep, so it fails. So at fifth level, it's 2d6. It has des- d- it has disadvantage on the next weapon attack roll it makes. If it's it cold. Ma- if it makes one. It's cold-blooded. cold-blooded. Seven damage. It is enough that it's going to freeze it out. So it just stops. <sighs> yep. It just stops swimming, and then it turns into a dark, shark sickle? A dark crystal. Oh. I sub-zeroed it. Get over here. That's scorpion. Oh. <laughs> well, same video game. So same video points. game. There you go. Okay. Yep. You get points. All right, so we are out of combat now. And I guess I'm going to dive down and get this axe. Okay, sounds good. It's easy Thanks, for you because you can hold your breath and lick as long as you need to. <laughs> yep. so. um, was this going to get out 
do a perception check uh, on the beach and the surrounding just to make sure that she's safe. Sure. Go ahead and roll your perception check. 24. You have disadvantage because you're exhausted. 23. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With your 23, you'll notice that it's just starting to get a little bit lighter. Okay. And you see the same thing. There's a wreckage. You see Vaso kind of mixed in with all of it. And then you still see that's a couple of golden shards kind of floating around in the water. And then you see that person that's passed out kind of on the beach, but he keeps getting hit by the waves. Oh, cool. as I'm going to go go over the guy and like drag him into shore. Can I do, uh, I guess, a little bit of CPR? Sure. You can try to do some CPR. Adam. Yeah, I'm just going to pump his chest a couple of times. That's all I'm going to do is just continuously work on his chest, see if he can wake up. Okay. Sounds good. He's not responsive. Um, what are uh, you guys doing over here while she's doing that? Because that's going to take you a while. Yeah, so that's I wanna... fine. I guess I'll help him get untangled and then... Back to shore. I got questions about the rift, but now's not the time. Because I'd probably see Woods beating on some dead guy. <laughs> so I'm a little concerned. So I'm going to head that way. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. We're both head that way. You guys all kind of meet up at this person that Woods has dragged more onto shore and is currently okay. trying to give CPR to. I'm going to roll medicine check. Okay. Ooh, 22. With your medicine check at 22, you definitely notice that the person is, they're not breathing. They're not, their chest isn't going up and down and even their limbs are starting to feel a little bit stiff. So he's dead. You're trying to put that together because he's, but a, he's not person. a shard. He's not a shard. Uh, uh, so she's going to continue to work on his chest and be like, guys, I, like, I don't, shouldn't he be a shard? Like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. He, that means he's still alive. Um, I'm going to uh, cure wounds. Okay. I'm going to give, um, oh, she's a good person, level two. Okay. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll your uh, damage. Six. And not 17 total. You feel the energy leave you. You feel it go into that person, but nothing happens. Go ahead and everybody roll a perception check. You two, uh, Woods and Vasa have disadvantage. Oh, nat 20. Oh, eight. Dirty 20. I'm rolling so well tonight, guys. Nine. Nine. Mike hasn't touched your dice. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to let him ever. Woods, you see that he has a tattoo that has that symbol on it. <gasps> It's, oh. on a, it's on his forearm. That's okay. what you notice as you're working on this person. Um. Okay. Uh, is this the same as the thing before? It is. She's going to stop and she's going to um, pull his sleeve up and go, Vaso, look. Why'd you stop? Uh, I, th- I don't think this Shouldn't is- Shouldn't we be helping him? <sighs> yeah, but I don't think this is a- I don't know what this person is. And he, he, he had this tattoo was the same- symbol that was branded on this group of people that took our friend uh, the friend the part the guy that we're looking for vaso we, we, need to, Kincaid, we need to get him alive so we can ask some questions as kincaid looks at this symbol you would recognize this symbol as the symbol of the pirates you've been dealing with lately i've been dealing with pirates lately that has the symbol no and she's gonna like take a step back from you like dealing how like fighting them Oh, like fighting them. Well, yeah, we, these are a threat to the sea, and these, I can't have them. These on are my, on a my water. threat to mankind. Mankind. So, does Vasto know any medical from growing up on a farm? Does he yeah. know CPR really well? Probably wouldn't know too much about human medical anatomy stuff, but you definitely would have had experience with livestock or animals and that type of stuff. Maybe a household first aid for like if people got cut or something like that. Okay. So you have, you have he, some medical, yeah. So he's, he's going to try CPR on him. All right. So you're going to take over CPR from Woods? Yeah. Because we need to ask him questions. Yeah. Is he um, uh, a humanoid or is he a fish person? He's a humanoid. So he's an elf. He's an elf. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try um, I'm going to try a riff stitch on him. Okay. Sounds good. I don't, this is just weird, but I'm going to just like, just harness my light and see if that does anything. 
three. It doesn't do anything. Kincaid, you look like you're thinking something. Um, I don't actually, I guess, technically have like a cantrip that produces lightning, but could Kincaid produce like a small enough little like shock? You know that uh, Vasa, you saw him produce lightning. Oh yeah, with this thing. Okay, so I've Vato, seen enough unconscious people to know that sometimes lightning startles them, startles them back to life. So I like this. Get Vasa, do the thing. Okay, so Vasa is going to do thunderclap. <laughs> okay, love it. Is that lightning or thunder? I don't know how it works. <laughs> just produce. He's trying to do lightning, but it's just thunder. From your axe. But I can only do I can only do lightning breath one time. Okay. Perl- okay, Wait, all right, you, fine. I'll do, I'll do lightning breath. But didn't your axe do lightning damage? Yeah, earlier? but it okay, so I have thunderclap, which is the thunder thunder. But yeah, it, it's not thunder. I mean, I, I guess it comes from my axe and then I have lightning breath, which is a cone of lightning. That's what what? Did he not do lightning? He did. He got his critical. Oh. But he hasn't learned how to do the lightning stuff yet, so. Okay. But he can do the lightning breath for sure. Give us a breath. Okay, I'll do that. Just a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's a 15-foot cone of light. Oh, shit. <laughs> Are you going to tell us to move? Yeah. Back up, guys. Back clear. Back was, clear. You see that, like, rock formation? Woods is on the other side of it. <laughs> um, like, not Kincaid's near the water. so, so intrigued right now. <laughs> you all are the most interesting people I've met. They're going to do a dex saving throw, which I'm assuming they're going to fail. He's going to fail, yeah. Okay. So damage, <laughs> damage is 3d6. Yeah, 3d6. I didn't want you to electrocute him. I, I, just, I just needed a little jump start. Three and one, so eight. All right, yeah. You hit him with this lightning, and his body doesn't even react to it. Usually it works. Usually. So now you guys are kind of putting together that, did this person die? Because you guys do know death from animals and stuff like that. You just have never experienced a humanoid that is dead because they usually turn into a golden shard. Ah, looks like the bard has done it again. What a splendid crowd y'all have been. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Cottage Rest Inn. Hey guys, it's Mike, your host and Dungeon Master of Carriage Rest Tales. I just want to say thanks for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It really means a lot to us. If you are enjoying the content and you haven't already, please give us a five-star review. It's really going to help us grow our listenership and be able to reach more people. I also want to give a special thanks to Tabletop Audio for providing the background music for today's episode. 